Comic Hi guys. Okay. Hello. On to anybody who followed Comic Unity would know we did a special and start a new series off last month, Michael, didn't we? Indeed we did. What we're watching. Now I don't know what Michael's been watching here, so we're gonna ask you in a minute, Michael. But me and Amanda have been watching well first of all, Amanda's been watching a series, haven't you? Yeah, I've been watching Luna Neva, which is an Italian Netflix original series. And it's described as in 17th century Italy, a teenager learns about her destiny among a family of witches, just as her boyfriend's father hunts her down for witchcraft. Right. I just hate it when that um, happens. Yeah, it's just like it's, isn't it really nice? It's what you're talking with Michael, and it tell me your It shows how much families accept people you're dating, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> and imagine if I'd taken you to that food court out there to meet my family, and my dad started hunting you down. Like he's a man witch. It's a very <laughs> sort of X Men thing. Yeah. Now, obviously, it's not really, it's not necessarily a comic one, but it's that territory. Because, but what, to what have you really enjoyed about the series, Amanda? Yeah, I like stuff with witches anyway. And they, they, it turns out these are witches, but it's a lot of bit based in fact in like from the olden days when they used to call yeah. people witches just because like if a woman gets any kind of power. Yeah. And there's like double standards in this as well because it turns out the people who are working against the witches are using power from somewhere. Yeah, I know it's not wondering... power to stop Andy from trumping. Sorry about that. That's a piece of all of them. Which kind of reserved as well. Anyway, so, okay, so is there enough you've not really enjoyed about the series, Mom? Uh, no. The boyfriend, I was shouting at the screen a lot in all the different things. I don't want to spoil anything, but have you, it seen, have I you didn't watched like all of it yet? So yeah, I watched, I watched the last episode today, and there was a really good twist at the end, actually. I didn't see that coming. It's done very well, apparently, because it's um, the third season that Netflix has purchased recently, specifically in Italian, to dub it into English. Uh, apparently, it's gone down pretty well. So the rumour has it they're going to recommission it for a second series already. Yeah, I'd watch it. I think uh, one of the things Amanda doesn't like about most series is the lack of Dean Castiel and Sam. Yeah. Yeah, they could go in there as well. That would add, that yeah. would add, more, that would add a lot like, to just it. Just on a whole Put the three of them in every yeah, series. Yeah, they've done time travel before, just not quite that far back. So Castiel sent them that far back and then Dean thinks they're going to kill witches. And he realises the witches aren't that bad, so then he fights with them to save them. It could work. <laughs> right, Amanda, we've also been watching Minio 2 series here. We start right halfway through a couple of series as well, aren't we? Yeah, we started Ragnarok. Now, that's not to do with four, or, or is it? Well, well sort of. Sort of, kind of, yeah. of I yeah. think, from the two Have you been watching one, watched? Michael, have you? Uh, I haven't. I, I, I've been watching everyone's favourite Netflix series, spend 20 minutes on the menu trying to find something to watch. <laughs> I don't have that problem. I have lots of things on the to watch list that I'm uh, never going to get around to watch. Now, this one is on Netflix, this one, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. read up the description of this one, Amanda. Might, might, might okay, you might so enjoy it, Michael. Says, okay. I've got a gripe on this one, anyway. A Norwegian language drama that Netflix premiered on 31st of January 2020. Also, <laughs> the service is. Why are you playing Footsie with Michael? I'm not! <laughs> Like that, was, that was not all to distract Amanda, that was what I promised. As you can see, the podcast is deteriorating here. Uh, yeah. Okay, she'll carry on. Yeah. As it usually does, by the end, it just sort of descends into giggles. The series is produced by the Danish production company, Sam Production. <laughs> that's the legit, that's legit. 
<laughs> Sorry, it's just what Michael uh, said about yeah. Sam yeah. Dean. You mean you want Sam Dean? This is just yeah. my Sam production in this one. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I like it. It's nice, it's nice <laughs> that he's taking time off from doing Walker Texas Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, okay. The fictional Norwegian town of Edda in western Norway is plagued by climate change and the industrial pollution caused by the factories owned by the local Jutal family. The fifth richest family in Norway. The Jutals are actually four Jutals. Uh, you just put random stuff in here. I thought I haven't. It's got the gods in there, basically. Yeah. Okay. Well, we figured that out, didn't we, yeah. by the end of the yeah. first episode? Yeah. So it says they're challenged by Magna, a teenage boy who is surprised to learn that he is the embodiment of Thor and begins to fight against those that are destroying the planet. Now... We would disagree in this one, Michael, because I thought the first episode was a bit wooden. I quite liked it. It introduced it at the beginning and he did a good thing by helping that guy yeah. out with the road that yeah. was in the electric wheelchair. Yeah. yeah and but... in return, he ended up with some powers. Yeah. Uh, thing with it, the thing that upset me about the first episode, they killed off the best character in it. It was um, a green activist girl that was in Magna, Kim Magna's best friend at school, Aslan. And they killed her off because she got met a fate at a real bad ending in the first episode and she died. And I thought to myself, you spoilers, spoilers, by the way. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. And in the first yeah. episode, the six episodes, five episodes after that, they did kill her. And it was like, well, she, I think she'd be featured two episodes afterwards, apparently. So. I was going to say, you're dealing with gods, you can bring her back. Yeah. Anyway, so, but anyway, so like I said, is, I felt a bit disappointed at the end of that, but they killed her off like that. What do you think the numbers of that? Well, yeah, but I think there's more to it than just a... Yeah, I know, but I was just my favourite character, that's all. But anyway, so we watched the first two, and the second episode was an improvement, so we're going to watch yeah, the rest well, of it. we figured out they were a family of gods when he stripped yeah. his clothes off and started hunting deer and just leapt straight off a mountain onto a deer, stuck yeah. his hand through its chest yeah. and ripped its yeah. heart out and ate it. Yeah, so he was hungry. That was his you know, as you did. He yeah. was hungry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, very believable, right? <laughs> and he did the same with pizza. <laughs> <laughs> right, so there's only six episodes, so we'll catch up with it. So, right, the other series we're watching slowly as well is one that came out last year called The Rook. And this is an American television series that's loosely based on the novel of the same name by Daniel O'Malley and was originally adapted by Stephanie Mayer. Oh. And who's Stephanie Mayer, Michael? Uh, Twilight. Yeah, but she was ordered direct series at Star TV in July 2017. But Mayer left the series due to creative differences as the first two, first second episodes have been filmed. Now, listeners for cast, there's a good cast here, Michael. This. You've got Emma Greenwell as Annette, Jolie Richardson, John Fletcher, uh, Roman Rafferty, Catherine Steadman, Adrian Lester, and Oliver Olivia Mum. I, I was I was rude to I loved Adrian Lester. Adrian Lester's brilliant. Best actors in the world. I remember from Hustle. Yeah, I do. I loved him. Good show. Great. He's not, he's not really in Hustle Pro there, but he's, he's superhero character. He's sleeping with a government minister. It's brilliant, man, for that. Isn't it? Like, there's two scenes in the episode you've seen. Oh, yeah. Where he's basically, what he does is, he can basically, he goes around to bonk this government minister, and she's a complete, she's there, she can't even happen in the Her husband's sat there on the couch, completely out. They almost like they blanked him, saying like froze him in time. So he doesn't realize what's going on. Well, you're gonna have to go and have sex on the couch right in front of him. But um, the character played by Emma Greenwell, um, Malfan Thomas, finds herself at Millennium Bridge in London, surrounded by dead bodies, with no memory of how she came to be there. 
and she soon discovers she's an agent with supernatural abilities in the British Secret Service called the Cheki. And it's been full of mystery so far, Amanda, hasn't it? So, yeah. And we don't quite know what's going on yet. There's quite a lot of subplots going on in this one. So, but that's what it's been. I think like it's too much to give away. There's some creepy triplets in there. They're not the four of them, are they? Oh, yeah, four of them. Where one feels something, they all feel something. That's why so I say. So if it's... one's getting off of somebody, you another one might crash his car. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's an interesting story. Yeah, well, that's all I'm going to say. That's a spoiler, okay? Well, that's a very an interesting story um, yeah. development. Yeah, well, so that was interesting as well. So, but that was last year that came on. They don't know it's been renewed yet. It might just be one-off series, so we'll see. Michael, have you been watching anything? I have been watching uh, a series, I think it was out last year, possibly a year before, I can't remember, uh, on BBC called Bodyguard. Oh, Bodyguard! Oh, yeah, we love that. Yeah, I am. Who got too- the tackle out? Woof! <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, two episodes in so far, so oh. I, I'm enjoying the sort of uh, oh, thriller aspect. I thought you seen it actually. I I've had it on my list for ages and just never got round to it because of other stuff. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. We love Bodyguard, didn't we? Yeah. But they don't, they don't know yet whether they're going to do a second series of it. Uh, we shall see. It's because um obviously the guy that plays the lead in it. He's doing the Eternals. At yeah, the he's moment. doing Eternals now. And the rumor has it he's could be could be the favourite of the next Bond. That yeah, that is uh, apparently it's because of bodyguard. Yeah, oh yeah, you can see why. You know what the best line is. Bad, no, we can't tell him. <laughs> uh, is it? Is what you're in the second episode here? Yes. Yeah, we can oh. tell him. We can tell him off oh. mic. Oh right. Yeah, we're gonna give spoilers away. But how do you reckon? That, how do you like the dynamic between the two main characters? I I I like it. It's it. There's twists are coming this year. Yeah, oh, the, the, I, I assume so. There's lots. It's all. Well, it's it. done by the guy who does Line of Duty. Ah, well, that explains the quality of the writing then. Yeah, exactly. And most of the camera crew are set Line of Duty people as well. There, there's a there's a couple of twists that I saw before that I saw coming before the reveal. Well, should we talk about it next month when you've watched all of it? I will talk about Bodyguard. One of my probably my favourite series last year that was, and it was interesting enough. I was along last year before, wasn't it? Yeah. Year before. Year before. Because I love you to start last year, but um, it, it, on the first episode of that, it drew absolute massive ratings. It did the biggest ratings for brand new drama BBC had in ten years apparently. But Line of Duty has always gone up in ratings every year, consistently. Bodyguard jumped in. Listen, about eleven million that, people tuned in the first episode. Sort of, that is a sort of mark of the quality of writing. Yeah, fantastic. And series. quality of storytelling. Yeah. Now. Have you watched anything else? Um, we've got, I, we've I, got something we want to I rewatched The Witcher. Did you enjoy a second time? I did. I did. Very much looking forward did to you, season two. Yeah, went to our season two. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Cavill started training for it relatively soon. Well, it still wants to be Superman as well, doesn't it? So. Next year, possibly. So yeah. We'll see. Watch your space, definitely. Yeah, so. I, I enjoyed the sort of storytelling aspect with it. I think it's one I don't want to give away a spot. Uh, yeah. I think it's one that. It's quite well known that there's three story, three, three timelines going on it. Yes. I think I, it's one like a film you need to rewatch it, Trooper told you. It did lose me in place. Eh? Did you as well, didn't um, it? I've also rewatched Watchmen. I don't watch that. So really, good. Have this, yeah, so they're, good. they're a lot of trouble getting the done. There's been no second season of it, is there? It's straight uh, one off. Yeah, it's so good, though. No, so good. Sometimes you'd rather have just one series not come back anyway. So I yeah. highly recommend watching it. It's. It, they've. It's good as a one-off 
but they could expand it because they do wrap up everything that, that yeah. they have. They wrap up every single thing that they they put out. Cool. But they could, but you can see you could see them um, going further with it if possible. If yeah, they were a couple of loose ends, mate. So wasn't yeah. it? So to conclude, we've seen Joker as well now. Oh, oh. Now oh. we should perhaps do a full review on this next. Yes, one. possibly. Number. Yeah. Uh, well, to cut it short with you, I know the Oscar Oscar winning Joker. The Oscar winning Joker, yes, indeed. It was one of those films where I think for me we had some fun because um, God, do you want to reveal under this or we had to watch it for alternative revenue streams. Indeed. And there was some very strange things going on in it. Not necessarily the film, like, which is strange like enough. Amanda? Oh. We had to kept doing the advertisement for ca- ah, going yeah. to his sites for money. Yes. And um, there was a scene cropped right at the end of it where they took a rabbit crop or something. Oh, it was a ha- pinata. Oh, pinata. When a ra- was it hammer hits it on the head or something? Yeah. It? There was nothing in the film where he's kind of... Yes, yeah, it's sort of bad, bad um, version of it then. Yeah. Whereas, um, but if I'm honest with you, I found it was the first hour it was a bit slow. I th- I think that was. Which was deliberate, mind you. Yeah, I think it's like. Um, <laughs> have you seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No, not. I don't really fancy well, that jumpy dog. It's pretty. It's good. It's good. It'll, but um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, because it's Tarantino, it's sort of like Joker gives you that first hour to get into it, and then sort yeah. of. Yeah, I love love the scenes of Robert De Niro in it. Absolutely brilliant, Robert De Niro. That it was. And um, I thought Josephine Phoenix fully deserved his Oscar for it. What do you think, Amanda? Yeah, he, he was tremendous in it. He uh, was the only version. A lot of that, he's the only live-action version of Joker that scared me. Yes, I can see why. And um, that's why you wanted to watch it, Amanda, because it? it scared yeah. you, didn't it? And did it scare you? Not as much as I wanted it to. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you mean tell me like the scenes? What? What? And I don't want to give too much away. What happened to his family members? Yeah, but. <laughs> I was hoping to be more scared. Yeah, it's... We got, do, you get, do you get scared or shocked what, when he came on to Robert De Niro's show at the end of the film? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that was sort of... I but, didn't see that coming. Especially I'm... when especially when he just sits there and he just starts talking because you would have thought he'd just do it immediately. Yeah, he didn't watch the case. I suppose it? it would be the film, though. It's like, you know, it's not real. If I was watching a real life sort of... Letterman, talk, David Letterman, yeah. 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 Then he got shot in the head. Then I'd be a lot more shocked. Whoops. Scared. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Well, the people know spoilers yeah. by this point. Yeah. We'll do what. What we're going to do, guys, girls. We'll do a full review this next month. It's but, yeah. It's definitely worth a watch. It was just be patient with it because it's, he said you, if you get through the first forty-five minutes, I liked then how it picks up. I like how they bring you. They start you off with feeling sorry for him, yeah, and then bring you to the point of just about liking him, and then it turns, yeah, which is about the right point. It was about a third into the film itself, but then it went recently dark. Oh, didn't it, just? Yes, it did. Now we're going to say no more, and we'll talk more next month, guys. Indeed. So this is Comics Unit doing a high five again, guys. Well, well, we'll continue to talk yeah. about it just, yeah. just off, 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 off mic. Yeah. See you soon, guys. Take care. See you soon. Comics Unit.